This is the Amazing Education Podcast. Powered by the Ames Community School District, I'm your host, Eric Smith. On today's episode, we are joined by Ames High Ethics Bowl advisor, Chad Zamolik. We're going to have an amazing conversation about what is an ethics bowl, topics that students explore, and what their preparation looks like for competition. Chad Zamolik, thanks for being on this episode of the Amazing Education Podcast. We're going to talk about ethics bowl today. Sounds good. And I'm going to I'm going to go on a limb and probably uh, assume that a lot of people have not heard of the ethics bowl. Yeah, it's uh, not a far limb you have to go on. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's kind of a hidden little club that we run at the high school. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's we like to think of it as kind of unique and. It's 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 a bit different where you know it's not promoted say like a debate uh, club is or a speech which have kind of had more of a history yeah so yeah we're we're pretty new so I'll give people that maybe why they don't know about us but uh, so far it's uh, yeah we have a good group of core going through and yeah we're feeling pretty good about it so i actually just learned about it you know just a couple weeks ago invited you to come on to talk about it and i find it to be completely fascinating so i think over the next you know 20 minutes or so i want to talk about what it is how it's organized but even topics that are discussed within the ethics bowl and sort of how the competition unfolds okay so let's let's start from the beginning and you know what is the Ethics Bowl? Well, it's a it's an organization uh, nationally that I believe it was set up uh, through. Well, at least it's run now through the University of North Carolina. Okay. Um, and so that's where a lot of the setup and the online now because of uh, the pandemic has run through. But uh, yeah, I didn't come across it though until uh, a professor at Iowa State, uh, Nicholas Tanchuk. Uh, contacted, I think it was just in general, the high school, Yeah, went kind of through our department, our department liaison said, hey, Zmolik, I think maybe you'd be interested in this. I had run for the last, you know, 10 or so years, a uh, philosophy kind of club. Yep. You know, it's just a loose thing, not yeah. nothing official, just for those interested. And anyway, so he knew that. And so I got in touch with uh, Nick and uh, he kind of told me about it and I'm like, sure, let's try it. <laughs> and and it was something new for Iowa. No school in Iowa yeah. had run it. Although I forget how many, but uh, it's a, yeah, more schools do it than I would have imagined. Yeah. Uh, but it's mostly, I think, an East Coast, West Coast okay. look like to me. Uh, just a few schools in the Midwest. So. so we're bringing it to Iowa. Yes. <laughs> yes. He, uh, Nick and uh, uh, Kate Padgett Walsh, uh, at Iowa State, both uh, have been running it, organizing it, uh, put in a ton of work, and uh, yeah, we're we're just happy to be part of it yeah. to be kind of their guinea pig, I guess, in a way. <laughs> but it's worked out well. So when is so Ethics Bowl the season? Like when does it begin? Because I know it just ended recently in yeah. February. Mm -hmm. um, Ames High did really well. They had two teams go, and, and one of them got second place yep. nationally. And so when does it begin, and how do you get students involved in it all? So it's technically, I think it's supposed to begin in the fall. Okay. We lag a little bit, I think, for a number of reasons. Well, particularly last year when we first started this, we didn't know about it. And so <laughs> yeah. we didn't start until 
I think January and had to prep for February yep. competition. And, and then the pandemic this year kind of pushed things off. With everything. So <laughs> it's supposed to be kind of starting, you know, October. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, we, you have your regional and state and, or sorry, state and then regional competitions in February. Okay. And then the nationals would take place in kind of the March, April. Um, and so last year when we, uh, we did win our regional, we uh, beat a team from Minnesota and a high school team um, and we were supposed to go to nationals at the university of north carolina and that was the week before i think then the week before is when everything shut down yeah and so we weren't able to go but but now it would have you know despite that uh they're doing all of it uh remotely or online yeah they now have a a system to be able to handle it that's great so all of our competitions this year were yeah. re- remote online so I'm gonna read off a list of topics and I, I know that there were more than just these topics that mm-hmm. our teams needed to prepare for but I I think to sort of set the stage for our listeners as far as how you prepare for this I just want to read off a list of some of the topics mm-hmm. that that were talked about and and quite honestly I'm just scanning them now they're all relevant today and they're part of like today's conversations that are happening nationally. So for example, the ethics of cancel culture, Mm -hmm. the ethics of renaming buildings, the ethics of defunding the police, the ethics of teaching sex ed in schools, and the ethics of eating out during the pandemic. So these are just examples and you know, you might have a couple others off the top of your head. (laughs) Well, one, how are these topics how are they generated and then how do you prepare for this you know what does the competition look like and how do you prepare yeah uh, it's it's different than as i mentioned like debate and speech where usually you're given something you need to you know a position Mm -hmm. and you defend it in ethics bowl all of those topics the students will choose which side they want to present okay and so that in that it's unique and when then you face another team, you don't know which side they're choosing. Yeah. So regardless, you have to figure out then uh, how to question them and how to kind of make sure that they're systematic in their reasoning and not contradicting themselves. So yeah, the students basically get to pick which side they want oh, to present. And there's a number of uh, kind of sub uh, ethical or moral questions that come in on each of those. and. And that's one of the difficulties too. You don't know exactly which kind of specific question they're going to ask you about the ethics of that topic. So it's really difficult. Yeah. And you do as best you can, obviously, while providing the kind of what we call the philosophical reasoning, you know, that uh, provides some foundation for your uh, position. So, yeah, it's you have to f- prepare for possibly 15 different cases and you only have a team of four or five yep. and so you then also don't know which of the 15 is going to be asked and so it you you know you rely on maybe one person preparing say four or five of the cases yeah you hope there's some overlap with somebody else. I mean <laughs> it's quite a challenge yeah it really is and and so yeah the kids do their best and you know and some of it's you're going to try to uh, just hopefully you have a good grounding overall. And that's where, you know, I try to 
uh, and it was more difficult this year with trying to meet and, yeah. and going over yeah, some of these sure. things. So we we uh, try to get some grounding in philosophy with ethics, you know, whether it be virtue ethics or uh, utilitarianism. You know, we try to you try to kind of bring that stuff in to defend your position or. It, it's not maybe like debate where you would, you know, cite a bunch of stuff and, yeah. and, and to kind of support yourself. So anyway, yeah, it's pretty difficult. So they use some of those ethics and, you know, you talked about virtue mm-hmm. as sort of like their grounding as opposed to like citing things like yeah. in a debate. Mm-hmm. So what does, how do, what does that preparation look like? Yeah, it, again, it, you, <laughs> you try to build the, the position uh, that you're going to support, you know, like one case last year, I remember that came up that we, it was, the kids did a great job. It was, is it ethical to punch a Nazi? And <laughs> because there was a case that sure. actually occurred. Yeah. And so like you said, these are very topical. So you're trying to uh, figure out, okay, this is how we're going to support it. These are the reasons. Yeah. And then, yeah, you bring in uh, whether, you know, you want to make it a, about violence, uh, the greater good, you know, mm-hmm. all these different ways. And so that's where kind of that connection to philosophy comes in. But then it's a, and this is what's unique about uh, Ethics Bowl, it's a, it's a dialectic, we call it. You're, it's a conversation. So the opposing team isn't there to just like, you know, rip you apart for your, but they get um, essentially evaluated. You earn points yeah. by how well you you kind of help the other team make its case. It's pretty bizarre. You're not trying to like beat them down. You don't barrage them with a bunch of questions about it. You just start trying to say, I don't think you were clear here. Could you help me understand what you meant by this? Yeah. Could you uh, think of a way that maybe your position uh, might be or have some trouble? Like, is there a situation where it would be difficult to support it? So that's where it's kind of on the fly as well. But again, back to your question is, so how do they prepare for something like that? Um, You're just trying to figure out those scenarios where you might, and acknowledge, look, I know we might not have all the answers to this position. And then that's where the other team can come in and say, Okay, have you thought about this? Have you thought about this? So, yeah, it's so an in some ways it sounds collaborative with the other team while also trying to beat them. Yes, <laughs> it's a it's a weird uh, finesse move where you're trying to show the judges, you know, you know, we think they may be a bit weak on this position, and look, we we found it. Okay. So, so the judges will say, ah, that's that's good. Yeah. Um, but then at the same time, saying, well, nice job doing this. We think we agree with you. Uh, so you're not necessarily taking the opposite position like you would in a debate. Right. Yeah, you're, it's not really the goal. The goal is just to show uh, you reasoned, right? You thought hard about your reasoning. Yeah. You did it as systematically as you can. And then you also get points for, like I said, in a way helping, yeah. but in a way that's also, you know, the competition part, right. you know, beating the other team where you, you are pointing out maybe where they didn't do as good a job as they should have. So 
I feel like there's a little bit of, you know, like there's a little bit of a science to how you research and and kind of build your case. Sure. Yeah. But in the moment or in the in the competition, it's kind of a little bit of an art of language as well on on how you present things and mm-hmm. I know you didn't say the word you know like challenging the other side because it's not that but kind of subtly doing that yeah that's a good way to put it really it's and that's where the kids had to get used to it because many of them also participate in debate right so yeah it was a different way where they wanted to come at the other team with these questions and uh, you know poke the holes and it was like whoa we, we got to show that you know, we're just being reasonable. We're being supportive. Yeah. Um, and and that, and so that takes a little time to yeah. to to develop that kind of again uh, what we call that dialectic or conversation. Yeah. And it is totally it not totally different, but different enough yeah. where you got to practice it. Like you said, yeah. the language is different, um, and the judges are looking for that. But I find this to be really great in that these are very topical. And they are topics that are right now. But there isn't a right or wrong answer in in many ways to many of these things. And so I find it to be really valuable for students to engage in these types of conversations because they have to listen possibly to other viewpoints. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, the other team could have the same viewpoint, but in some ways it's it's they kind of work around in circles a little bit just to kind of where are all the pros and cons to, to all of these topics. Yeah, it becomes more, again, a conversation of, yeah, playing with the ideas. But you're right, it's it's great for students because, well, our current be, political climate. It'd be <laughs> great for adults, too. Yeah, <laughs> shows, man, wouldn't it be nice instead of attacks, yeah. you could have civic engagement through conversations. Yeah. Where there isn't a right answer, yeah, but you can develop at least positions that have good grounding in ethical and philosophical reasoning, yeah, and and why can't that be good enough? And then it opens up room where it even allows students within the competition to say, oh, yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, we should kind of think of how that might fit into our position. And, and so it allows for people to, you know, think again. Yeah. Um, now, of course, you want to show that you have thought very rigorously through this to <laughs> begin with. yeah. So you should be ready to counter anything uh, and to say, well, despite that, you know, and again, it just shows kids, there's not just a one right answer to these things. Yeah. It's, it is. It's very open. I'm just getting a sense, and I haven't I haven't witnessed a competition, but just based on this conversation, it, it feels like a very genuine interest to understand a topic completely, mm-hmm. especially a topic that, you know, like I said before, is not just cut and dry as far as right and wrong. You know, I'm correct because I believe this, and you're wrong because you don't agree with me. It's it's a very genuine way to understand a topic that. I wish I wish just applied in in a lot of other settings and situations. Yeah, because it it really gets you, uh, even from an outside observer, um, all of these topics. You very quickly realize how fast people make judgments. Yeah, where these kids are spending months on just a few topics. Yeah, granted, it's still a lot, but. And you really start to see all the nuance and the possibility of yeah. different perspectives. And you go, 
how could there be one right answer on this? Right, yeah. You know, and so, yeah, one of them I remember was, uh, can you force uh, someone to have chemotherapy? And oh, it, wow. because this, the person was a, and this was a real case, yeah. was a, a minor and, but didn't want it. And so at first the kids would come in with, well, you know, you do, but then as you go, you go, well, I don't know, should we change our position? Yeah. And so, whereas in a judgment, you would have made that as most of us probably yeah, do. Absolutely. And if you're not trained in this and then you move on and you think you, you know, Yeah. but in philosophy, you realize pretty quickly, oh, I don't know a whole lot. Yeah, which, absolutely. Which is a Socratic method, <laughs> the whole point. Yeah. You don't know a lot. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. You know, to have kids go, oh, it's okay. But we're gonna we're gonna talk about it in a com, in a way a competitive way. Yeah, and that's what's really brilliant about the whole thing. And I, I was so glad to be a part of it. With, yeah, and I'm glad you know Iowa State was able to bring this to us. It's just remarkable. I hope it expands. I mean, I really do. I'm glad that we're on the on the cutting. Well, maybe not the cutting for Iowa the cutting Iowa, edge, just yeah. because it's not here yet. Right. Um, yeah, they. It's already opened up to. I think three more schools kind of joined in oh, this good. year. Yeah. Um, and again, there would have been more, I think, but because of the pandemic, yeah. it was just difficult. But I think, uh, yeah, Nick and uh, Kate will definitely have it growing again yeah. uh, for sure. You know, a little bit of an irony around how the pandemic has shut this down, yet at the same time has probably introduced all sorts of other topics that could be oh, yeah. explored. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, yeah, probably, as you said on that list, how many of them were related to these new yeah. circumstances that, mm -hmm. what are the ethical reasons for yeah. doing what we're doing? Right. Has anybody really thought about this? Yeah. And so to have students on the forefront of that, uh, It'd yeah, be fascinating. It's, it's really good. Well, even that. as, you know, this is an education podcast and we're part of a school district, but, you know, you could even introduce, you know, the ethics of opening up schools or the ethics of... That was one of the cases. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. It's just... What is... Yeah. And what was the other one? Uh, last year it was... Uh, is it ethical for teachers to strike? Okay. Because yeah, would, you know it does come right into the education system too. Yeah. But yeah, then this year was should you know what are the positions be, behind putting people back you know one hundred percent face to face, uh, and so you very quickly see oh what the students need, what the teachers might be as you know yeah. being a person who could be susceptible. There wasn't a, yeah, they very quickly went, oh, yeah, we need to pick a position though. So what's it going to be? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun to watch them wrestle with that. Yeah. And, and what are their debates like? I mean, are they debating amongst themselves on a, on a side or yeah, position or? I, well, so because we kind of, again, give each uh, student about four to five cases, sometimes more, if we want some overlap, they kind of just develop it on their own. But of course, in our brainstorming, then they we start to try to list, okay, what might be the best and most reasonable yeah. things we can defend or present as our position. And so, yeah, they we have had switches. Yeah, I bet. Where you go, oh, yeah, that might be a better Do way. they have intense, like, conversations amongst themselves sometimes? Oh, I... I mean, polite, but intense. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. You know what I mean? I think the, the students who have been participating are... Uh, kind of not naturally that way anyway, but they've certainly been conditioned enough that <laughs> they seem to really yeah, enjoy 
kind of uh, going at it as far as what I do bet. you mean by that? I bet. <laughs> How could you say that? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this, though. And so um, in a previous position that I've been in, we, we kind of talk, called – we talked about those conversations being like here now conversations. Mm-hmm. And I just – I really find value in having like a really right now conversation and then know like when that conversation's done, we can go hang out and, and, and be cool and because – yeah. It's a really, it's a philosophy conversation. And you do notice that, um, one, in their practice, but then two, in the competition, uh, you don't end with any, there's no creation of like animosity or yeah. kind of that where you just want to beat the other. There's not that, yeah, that, uh, that kind of vibe going on. Right. And so you could easily see this occurring, yeah, like you were saying, in a conversation about these positions, why couldn't you totally disagree with somebody? Point all this out. Yeah. But why would I be upset <laughs> that they didn't agree with <laughs> yeah, me? Yeah, right. Because uh, a lot of times, maybe you didn't present your case yeah. as clearly as it could have. Yeah. And so you start to really recognize, hmm, maybe I could have done better about yeah. trying to advocate what I was trying right. to do. Right, yeah. And so I think the kids are learning a lot from that. I've really made concerted efforts over the past, you know, several years just to see the other side and, you know, insert whatever topic, you know, I really do try to see mm-hmm. that other side because oftentimes, you know, we're talking about topics and we make decisions that, you know, they have to be made and, you know, just from a school district perspective, they have to be made, but it doesn't mean that the other side doesn't have valuable points as well. Yes. And it, I, I just see that happening it's here. Just, yes. And, and even after the students have gone uh, back and forth, so you present, the other team gets to ask questions, then you get to present again, uh, and then they switch cases. Yeah. But in, at the end, the judges get 10 minutes to question you as well. Oh, really? And so now you're getting actual like philosophers and, <laughs> <laughs> and political scientists yeah. and people who really know their stuff yeah. uh, coming at you. And so... Yeah, you right when you think you may know the answers, then they always find something <laughs> that will get you to go, yeah, once again, I may not know everything. Yeah. So yeah, imagine if we had that in our everyday right. conversations to see some value in what people are thinking and believing yeah. and presenting. Uh, but again, you certainly would like to be able to point out when perhaps what they're saying is contradictory mm-hmm. or not valid uh, for various reasons of yeah. whatever truth. But um, yeah, it's it's quite a process. Are there any topics that high school students today, like, they really engage with? Like, they, I don't know, it's easy for them maybe to take a side or they really gravitate towards that topic? I think that what the, at least what the organization has been able to do, the National High School Ethics Bowl, they seem to have a pulse on that. Yeah. Because when you look at all those topics, it tends to be what you hear high school students talking about yeah. anyway, you know, when it comes to uh, the pandemic, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. But also there's a lot dealing with, um, I can't remember if you named it, the renaming uh, buildings. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, how is that different or similar to statues? And so we think back to our history. Okay. And, you know, and racism. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, these are all topics that you, you know probably some about and kids, you'll hear them talking about it. But this group really gets to think hard about it. Yeah. And oftentimes you don't necessarily get to go at that level or it can be difficult 
maybe in a classroom having enough of the time to develop those skills yeah, to do it, even right. though you're trying to. Yep. Um, but when it's not consistent, you know, it, it kind of still goes back to snap judgments. Yeah. So we, we try to help others. And, yep. and I think the more people that get involved in this, they'll hopefully, in a way, train yeah. uh, and, and get others to do it uh, through this practice as well. As well. Yeah. well, one of them, and I'm sure it's a topic of today, I have it written here, but I didn't read it because honestly, I had to Google it. I didn't know what it meant, but buying fast fashion. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I did yeah. do a little learning about that one. <laughs> Actually, that was a case that came up. Uh, I think that was last year, oh, okay. I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah, those, uh, the kind of the way of consumerism, yeah. right? Yeah, and that was one our students had to uh, actually, in the competition, do. Uh, and, and they did a good job on that one. Yeah, and again, I couldn't really help them on it too much <laughs> other than, okay, this is what you're saying. Now, how do we connect that yeah, to sure. uh, some of the, the way to back it up yeah. with uh, kind of what we're talking about ethically? Because, uh, yeah, it's not just about opinion. Yeah, we, right, and, yeah. Yeah, we're trying to say these are the reasons so that's where the reasoning comes in. Well, I hope that this is one of the joys of your school year, not just around Ethics Bowl, but being able to have these conversations with high school students because they're really good at it, and they're really in tune with mm-hmm. topics. Yes, it, it's, been, it's been great to watch them do it and to do it so well, yeah. too. And, and I have been using those cases <laughs> to bring into my own class. Yeah, absolutely. Like, these are fantastic. Yeah. Why shouldn't we be talking about these? And to expose students to the, again, the rigor and the thinking uh, and on these very, very important issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think this can be just yet another example where our high school students can, can model for adults on how to mm-hmm. have these types of conversations. You know, some something happens, you know, at some point between, you know, high school students and then when those same topics come up as adults where they become, you know, argumentative and politicized and it's not a conversation anymore. Right. And and it, it should be. It should be. And yeah. What fun is it to just think that you know all the answers. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean seriously. <laughs> Uh, well, Chad, I I just want to say I feel like, and maybe it'll it'll show up on video, but I I feel like my jaw was was dropped during much of this conversation because I just found all of it to be so fascinating. I personally learned a ton during this podcast. You know, I set up you know some guiding questions oftentimes, and I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. So. Good. I just I don't want to thank you for being willing to come on and, and talk about it, but also, you know, be proud of, of your students and, and what they did during this this ethics bowl. And and hopefully it continues to expand, you know, across Iowa in the Midwest. I do, too. Thank you for having <laughs> me. It's, it was good to get it at least uh, out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So for everyone listening to this episode of the Amazing Education Podcast, I hope you also enjoyed what you listened to or enjoyed what you watched as we are on YouTube. And please share this podcast with others, and we will be back for another episode soon. Thanks again, Chad. Thank you.